What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz. And this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question. What's the spread? All right, welcome into a conference championship edition of What's the Spread? Miles on sports here. Mr. Brad Thomas, we have made it to the final four of the NFL. We have two great <laughs> games uh, coming up here on Sunday. Dude, it's exciting, man. Uh, who would have thought, like, the 49ers and the Bengals both make it to the conference championship? Like, it's so wild to see how college and NFL, literally anything could happen. Um, Joe Burrow, man, what a freaking rock star. Win or lose, I think I'm a Joe Burrow fan. Oh, no doubt. The future is bright in Cincinnati no matter what yes. happens here. Uh, two teams in the Bengals and 49ers, the underdogs this weekend that – Really didn't get much coverage during the season, um, you know. But here they are in the final four, taking on two of the Super Bowl favorites going into the season. Uh, so let's break it down. Starting with the AFC Championship game, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, three o'clock kick. Now this spread opened at seven. As of this morning, it was sitting at seven and a half. So that's what we're going to talk about right now. The line seems to be going that way. You know, who's to say if it gets back to seven? But either way. <laughs> I am going with the Cincinnati Bengals plus seven and a half because I am not going to pick against them three times in a row when they have proven me wrong throughout their entire playoff run. Maybe this is the time where the magic finally ends, but we're talking about a Bengals team who has so much momentum right now. And you had two very different games when you look at uh, you know how they played against the Raiders and the Titans. The Raiders, they were really able to do anything that they wanted on, on offense, really played a complete game. The Titans... You know, it was a different story. As yeah. you and I said, we didn't really know what to expect from the Titans going in. And they were a little bit of a mess. And, you know, it, it turns out that Burrow gets sacked nine times. My God. You know, the, the Bengals had to make so many adjustments. What impressed me so much is that how they were – how I'll say specifically how Joe Burrow was able to adapt in that game. Dude is getting – gets sacked nine times in the game, has no time to throw the ball, but he adjusts. At one point in that game, he started calling his own plays. Uh, and then I'm looking on the other side here. When you look at the Chiefs, they don't do well covering big spreads at home. And this this is the AFC Championship game. Uh, but with so many points on the board, I'm feeling pretty good about the Bengals. I got a couple more things to say, but interested to see where you're leaning here. Listen, I actually am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. This line to me feels like the biggest trap in all of America. Um but for some reason, the public is still betting on the Chiefs. Um, Sharps are on the Bengals. I just think that the line, you know, if it had been a four-point, five-point spread, I probably would have bet the Bengals. Yeah. Like, it seems like Vegas is wanting me to tackle it. Both teams, like, this is the point of the season where you start to getting – you start going with trends, and you got to throw those out the window. Because, like, the, the, the Chiefs are 6-0 against the spread at home. The Bengals are 6-0, like what, in their last six or something? like in their last like, six, yeah. Yeah, it, it, like those kind of things really are confusing to me, and, and I, I don't want to go and lean too heavily on those. So the reason I like the Chiefs outside of just trying to outsmart Las Vegas, last week there were a couple things that we saw from both teams. Number one from the Chiefs is, holy crap, their offense for the first time all season is healthy. And from the Bengals, number two is Joe Burrow's a god. But if that line does not protect him and Chris Jones gets in the backfield, it's not going to be as easy hanging around because they're not playing a Tennessee. They're playing against an elite, potent offense at home. 
I think this might be a 10, four, 10 to 13 point game. And, you know, as much as I hate it, I would want to, I want the Bengals to win. I just feel that this Chiefs team is finally getting healthy at the right time. And the magic for the Bengals is about over. And win or lose, cover or not, the Bengals can hang their hat on their entire season. Because, yeah. And they, I think yeah. the Bengals are going to cover. I think it is going to take uh, a backdoor. I think that the Chiefs, you know, go up in this game by seven or 14. And I don't see this game ever getting out of hand for the Chiefs by any means. Yeah. It's really going to be the ability of the Bengals to, uh, you know, respond, right? And to just to keep throwing the ball with Burrow because, but, but also this, this pass rush is, is not as strong as, uh, as the Titans was. I'll, exactly. I'll get to that a little yes. bit later, but that's going to be the key. Right, because Burrow was only sacked by Oakland twice in that first game, uh, you know, and and he had no problem finding his receivers, especially Jamar Chase. But that's really what it's going to come down to. And as you said, this is as good as we've seen the Kansas City Chiefs offense uh, for sure all year. But really, just going back for the last couple of years, this looks like uh, a Super Bowl team. Yeah, uh, I I don't think that, that the Chiefs have any problem winning this game. Um, and I do agree that it looks like a little bit of a trap set by Vegas, especially. There's a lot of support for the Bengals right now. There's, yeah. there's no doubt about that. I mean, I was hoping the line would open a little bit larger because I have uh, plus 325 Chiefs to win the AFC. So I like wanted to hedge, but I think I'm, I'm going to be comfortable in, in taking the minus seven and a half. All right. What is the NFC championship game? What do we got? The NFC championship game should have been the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but we didn't quite make it. It's the San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams, as of this morning, are a three and a half point favorite, which is wild because the line was teetering the other way and late steam is driving the Rams up. I gave this pick out on bankroll blitz. I am backing the Los Angeles Rams minus three and a half. I have minus three for two units. So that's the official play, but either way, I like both. Here's why people are going to tell you all this stuff about Shanahan owning McVay, Shanahan being so much better than McVay, but what we have to remember and we have to realize trends go to die in the playoffs. Why? Because nine out of 10 times, the far superior team wins. Los Angeles spent a ton of money, traded a ton of assets to put together this Super Bowl bound team. And it took all year for every player to start to come together. But finally, you see it in the playoffs through two games. These pieces have come together. We got Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Matt Stafford playing lights out. Cam Akers, the difference maker. And now on the defensive line, we haven't been talking about the defensive line all season. And now all of a sudden, this is the scariest defensive line in, in the entire NFL. It's because these guys want it. Von Miller's hungry. He's he's hungry. Aaron Donald's he's hungry. Jalen Ramsey, he's hungry. These guys are just – it's going to be a grinding game. And I, I have to side with the Rams. Even if you look back at the last game that the Rams played the 49ers, when the 49ers stormed back to win in overtime, the Rams gave the game away because they didn't have a player – and this is going to be kind of funny to say after what happened last week, but then have a player like Cam Akers who could ice the game away, who can consistently pick up three to four rush yards to close the game out. I don't think he's going to fumble like he did last week. And the 49ers aren't going to have a monster 14-point comeback. I like the uh, the Rams here. They are one step away from having home field advantage in the, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, you and I are on the exact same page here. Los Angeles Rams minus three and a half. The Niners got them twice in the regular season. Uh, I don't think there's any way you can beat a team three times in one year. Uh, as, as you said, there's a lot of talk right now with the Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay thing. Uh, 
McVay's got the better quarterback, guys. He's got Matthew Stafford, who's playing lights out in his two games in the postseason. 569 passing yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. And him and Cooper Cup have something going on right now that's going to be very difficult to defend. If you look at the 49ers, impressive what they've done up to this point. There's no doubt they've covered four straight games, three straight as an underdog, with three outright wins as an underdog against uh, Rams, Cowboys, Packers. Really impressive what they're doing. But when we're talking about what I'm comfortable doing, placing a bet in this game, the Rams just look like a Super Bowl team to me. Very similar to the yes. Chiefs. I think there's no doubt, Brad, that we get a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl. And I think at this point, that's what it should be. I, I, to me, it'll be a huge upset if either the Bengals or the 49ers get yes. an outright win this weekend. A huge upset. I don't care what the Niners have done up to this point. I don't, you know, I don't care what the Bengals have done up to this point. To me, the Chiefs and the Rams look like the two teams that are ready to play for Super Bowl right now. Yes. So I'm picking the Chiefs to win the game, or I'm sorry, picking the Rams to win the game. So I'm just going to go ahead and take the minus three and a half and feel really good about it. They too have been pretty good against the spread, six and two against the spread in their last eight games. And what's interesting is in the two regular season matchups, Rams minus three and a half was the spread in both games. We have Rams minus three and a half once again. I think this time they get it done. Uh, much to what you said, that all of their star players are just playing right at the right time. Yes. They dominated the Buccaneers. The only reason they gave it back is, number one, because uh, the Buccaneers had Tom Brady. Yeah. And number two, because McVay started playing not to lose. Um, yep. He didn't keep his foot on the pedal. Uh, they looked great. I mean, they looked unbeatable in that first half against a really good Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Beating Tom yes. Brady like that was really impressive. And I'll, I'll just say about the Niners – They've got that, you know, underdog magic that the Eagles yeah. had a couple of years ago. But the difference for me is that the Eagles had Nick Foles playing lights out in that run. Yeah. I, I I just Jimmy Garoppolo has what two touchdowns and, and, and no interceptions. It's just because he hasn't made a mistake yet that that they're here. <laughs> this the the stats about Jimmy G doing absolutely nothing but being on one of the craziest runs in the playoffs is hilarious. He is literally the worst performing quarterback in the playoffs right now. <laughs> right. Getting carried by his defense and mistakes by the other team. It's been amazing. So no way I'm taking Niners plus three and a half. And the Rams, you know, I think the Niners by getting here, they're a little bit ahead of schedule, I feel like. Yes. You know, not, not in their rebuild, but just, you know, in the direction that they're going. The Rams are win now. Yeah. And as you said, they have a chance to play the Super Bowl in L.A. So they have everything to play for here. Not that, not that the 49ers don't. Like, like I understand that. But I think Rams come out here and dominate this game. I do too, man. Uh, I'm glad we're in agreement there. So, guys who are listening, we're going to do something that we haven't done on the podcast before. I'm going to give a prop pick for the playoffs, and Miles is going to give one as well. So I'm going to start mine off. I, I talked about this guy a little bit earlier. Cam Akers over 19.5 receiving yards. So he's hit this in both games that he's been available to play full-time and getting the stat share. His A dot's not super high, his average depth of target, but what Cam Akers has and he excels at is his ability to break tackles. The 49ers, they got torched by Aaron Jones. Why? Because, unfortunately for the 49ers, and they were getting home. They were, what, blitzing forward, dropping back, and those four were getting home, so they had to go to the outlet. Cam Akers is going to be that outlet. Cooper Cup's going to be that outlet. 20 yards, I think Cam Akers can get that in one catch. Uh, so I like this number here. I was going to play anything up to 23 and a half. So getting 19 and a half was fair to me. 
I like that as well, especially with how good the 49ers defense is playing right now. You got to think early on, they may just try to settle Stafford into the game. That's where Akers can really rack up those yards. Uh, I'm going to go over here with my boy, Jamar Chase, uh, in in the Bengals-Chiefs game. There's a couple of reasons I'm going to take this prop. Jamar Chase catches over five and a half. Almost seems too easy, but let me tell you why I like it. Joe Burrow was sacked, as I said, nine times last week and still managed to find Jamar Chase five times. Yeah. All right, with the Titans... Really good pass rush. And the Bengals only put up 16 points. Again, Chase still got his catches. But the week before, when Burrow was only sacked twice, he found Jamar Chase nine times. Jamar Chase has gone over 100 yards in both games. But look at the pressure rate, the sack rate. This is from my boy Jared Smith over at PicksWise. I saw this stat and really liked it. So shout out to him. Uh, Pressure rate for the Tennessee Titans, 7.25%. Seventh best in the league. If you look at the Chiefs sack rate on the season, 4.82%, 31st in the league out of 32 teams. That tells me that they may get to Burrow a couple of times, but it won't be anything like we saw last week, which means Burrow is going to have his chances whether or not they go down by 14, yep. whether or not they're in a back-and-forth game. They're going to be throwing the ball. And I, I think that if Jamar Chase has proven anything in this play, uh, in these playoffs is that you can not you can only contain him. You can't stop him. Yeah. Uh, my boy's hot right now, so I'm taking the over five and a half catches. Dude, I'm glad you like you were on that. I was going to be on that, and then I went on my book, and it was minus one sixty, and I was like, all right, well, pivot. So, dude, best of luck this weekend, man. Yes, what, sir. Are you, what, what are you doing for the games? Any big plans? You gonna? I don't even know yet, man. I haven't slept all week, so. Oh my god, I'm I'm so excited <laughs> for you. Regardless of what you do, and uh, go Bengals, uh, go Bengals. everyone. We are. We have three football games left till the end of the season. I appreciate you guys joining along for this journey. Be sure to download the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or however else you get your podcasts. Take care.